0: You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for Plano Pulse with your hosts, Jamie Jolly and Jeff Beckley.
1: Welcome. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded right here at the Plano Chamber office located in the Legacy, Texas Business Center. I'm Jamie Jolly, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber of Commerce.
0: And I'm Jeff Beckley, 2018 Board Chair of the Plano Chamber, the number one chamber in all the world.
1: <laughs> We're glad you tuned in for today's episode, and we have a great conversation coming up. Before we introduce you to our special guests, let's take a moment to share a message from the sponsor of today's episode, our friends at ProPAC.
0: For over 25 years, ProPAC have been brand warriors, blending shopper insights with retailer knowledge to lead clients to victory. Named by Event marketer as top as a top 100 event agency of 2018, this nimble, scrappy brand activation agency creates and executes 360 campaigns that forge new ways to engage buyers, everything from in-store to out- of store to digital, plus a full activation team with on-site warehouse and distribution center. Check out Plano's retail experts at ProPAc.agency.
1: Thank you again for our friends at ProPAC for sponsoring this episode. And now I have the pleasure of introducing you to today's Plano Pulse guest. He has more than 30 years of experience in the aviation and aerospace industry and currently serves as Executive Vice President of the Boeing Company and President and Chief Executive Officer of Boeing Global Services. Stan Deal. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me today. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for taking time. So I was reading through your bio, Stan, and I, I realized that you're from kind of my old stomping grounds back there in Illinois, from rural Illinois, and I guess I'm curious, we're curious, and our readers I'm sure, our listeners are curious, how a kid from rural Illinois, the center of farming land there in center illinois. of cornfields yes. Cornfield, exactly <laughs> made it to be a ceo of a major division of one of the world's most admired companies
2: yeah, yeah well i yeah, i did grow up in central illinois on a farm and uh you know that uh has been in our family for uh about a century and a half since uh illinois opened up as a uh, as a state and uh, frankly most of my generation all the previous generations had never escaped uh, the farmland but uh, I was very fortunate uh, I had on my mom's side uh, grandparents that believed education was a key to success both of them had been to college at illinois state which was formerly normal that's right university that's exactly yeah. right as opposed to abnormal <laughs> and uh and so they always uh instilled on us a sense of education uh and then you mix in it uh the work ethic you develop Absolutely. on the farm sure uh being out walking beans uh detasseling corn baling hay you really learn the sense of grit uh, doing those uh, mundane jobs. Great, you got you to do them really well.
0: That's right. Those were great summer jobs. Yeah, and, they? They,
2: and it motivates you to want to move, move on. on. Yeah. 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 So uh, those two factors—the work and uh, the strong parental figures—and the the drive for education were important. Then you couple in—we have this air force base called Chinook. Right. Uh, that was a very active base in the 60s uh, and 70s. And as a kid, I was always looking up at the air like most kids at airports. Sure. And uh, at that point in the nation's history, they were flying supersonic over land. Oh, wow. So you'd hear the sonic boom. You'd look for the plane. Oh, wow. And uh, that sparked my interest in aerospace. And uh, so that culminated in education at University of Illinois. I actually started in ag. And then I moved to aerospace engineering uh, because I had this passion for aviation. And uh, from there moved to sunny California, got a job right out of college at McDonnell Douglas, which uh, is a company that Boeing eventually bought sure. in uh, twenty or nineteen ninety seven. So that was the start of the journey, this this combination of work, education, passion for aerospace and uh, it's been a 30-year journey ever since that's
1: exciting well and um, we should mention that boeing global services is based right here in plano texas over at legacy west and um, it's a newer division of the boeing company and um, you've set a goal of increasing your divisions revenue by more than three hundred percent in the next five to ten years so i can see you're a very driven individual Tell us a little bit about the importance of setting an audacious goal in an established company, and what is your vision of the future um, of aviation makes this kind of goal possible? Sure.
2: Well, Boeing's a 102-year-old company, and we've always been on the leading edge of innovation. If you go back to uh, World War II, we were the biggest part of the industrial machine that helped support uh, the U.S. and its allies. Uh, to win World War II. And then there was a major turning point. Uh, In 1945, William Allen, our leader at the time, uh, had to strategically decide how to reposition the company because the war apparatus was coming to an end. And he saw commercial aerospace innovation as one of those big movements. And Boeing ushered in the jet age. Uh, He took technology... Uh, developed during that wartime period, leveraged it in the commercial, made a huge company bet, and uh, that resulted in the 707, which started the jet age. Uh, We've made major leaps ever since, putting the man on the moon uh, in the space race, ushering in uh, the 747, the queen of the skies, uh, that have made travel around the globe possible. And uh, we continue to innovate. So as we hit our second century uh, in 2016, we started to think about the next 100 years. And uh, one of the big things we came to a conclusion on was we should reposition the company one more time, create a third operating division called services, which is all about supporting the men and women, uh that fly our assets to protect us in the military or commercially people like southwest american how do we help them uh in terms of maintaining these assets for the life of them and uh we did set an ambitious goal as you talked about and uh, we're well on our way to achieving that goal we've been a year in operation right here uh in plano and uh, already achieved uh, tremendous growth in that first year, uh, but have a long ways to go uh, to achieve Mm -hmm. that 300% target. So what are some of the
0: trends that you see in the industry, back to Jimmy's question a little bit, uh, uh, trends in in aviation uh, that will make, that will help Boeing achieve um, this kind of audacious goal?
2: Yeah, one big trend, uh, and we're seeing this across many major industrials, is the use of data and information to fundamentally transform how machines work and operate. And uh, Boeing's a market leader there. We have uh, had a set of data-analytic-driven offerings uh, for over 15 years. Uh, We're producing about a billion dollars of revenue uh, helping airlines and government customers to shrink the cost it takes to maintain an airplane while increasing the efficiency of the, the machine, the airplane in this case. And uh, I think that's an area that could grow by a factor of 10 wow. uh, over time. So that's just one area. Uh, I think as you look into the 20-year time frame, we're going to see technology emerge. Clearly autonomous flight is something we're focused on. Uh, That's a convergence of artificial intelligence, which is going to be necessary to create a very safe operating environment. And uh, that'll open up a new dimension of how we better serve our customers.
1: And as you were kind of talking through your history, I did want to point out for those that are listening, if you're over at Legacy West, um, you all partnered with the developer in that area, and you have some wonderful art on display that kind of tells your story, shows um, several of the products that you all have Uh, manufactured through the years. And there's a plaque there that describes it. And so I would encourage people to stop by and take a look. And it's been exciting watching um, Boeing's name go on a few more places around Legacy West. So real quick, talk to us about number of employees that you have based here in Plano.
2: Yeah, we've got uh, about 100 employees right now. We're going to grow that number to about 300 right in the Legacy West development. and uh, we, we launched a new part of our business uh, just about a month and a half ago. Uh, it's Boeing Avionics. Uh, this is a pursuit to uh, provide more capability around the intelligence of the airplane, the, the brains, if you will, right. that uh, help an airplane safely fly, navigate, and operate. Uh, that has classically been done by other parties in our industry. Uh, we view as Boeing, that's a key to achieving that future state I just talked about. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're launching that right here in Plano. Uh, like the rest of the services company, while it's headquartered here, there's work around the globe that's taking place every day uh, to expand that. So wanted to growth, and thanks for mentioning yeah. uh, our display. We're very proud of that in Legacy. It brings a little bit of the flavor of aviation yeah. into that uh, and we're very thankful for Legacy West and Femi Carahan for allowing us to uh, provide that display
1: yeah it's beautiful at night it's all lit up in your your signature blues so. Yes, <laughs>
2: so
0: speaking of the impact of community I mean we mentioned jobs and the facility that you have here in Plano uh, I read somewhere that um, Boeing has made over a billion dollars in community investments over the past ten years which is just phenomenal Talk to us about how Boeing likes to get involved in communities, uh, in the communities that you serve. Are there certain areas or activities that the company and, and Global Services in particular
2: rallies around? There is, uh, we, we really focused and sharpened a strategy around communication as the bigger Boeing, mm-hmm. and it applies right here uh, in Texas as well. And that's, first, it's about our future. Right. Investing uh, in uh, the future of our children, Uh, ensuring that uh, there's a great focus on STEM and moving kids along Uh, because as we view growth in the aerospace industry our ability to attract and retain talent in the United States is a key gap absolutely for the future so that's number one number two is what we call our heroes and that is all about uh, the men and women that serve in and around our community and around the world to help protect us Uh, and keep us safe uh, so we have a a tremendous amount of activity there and then our third element of our strategy is our homes that's all around the community side and how do we uh, help in crisis and need to ensure the community gets the support it needs so uh, those are our three bases and uh, we've been very very active uh, already you mentioned the billion dollars over the past 10 years uh, but uh, we've been active here locally, uh, made a number of investments uh, since we've been in the community. Uh, at a global level, Boeing teammates have volunteered over 400,000 hours. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's equivalent to uh, 16,600 days of work that they put out that's into great. the community. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, we invested 5.8 million last year in Texas in charitable contributions. That included grants to support students uh, in learning and STEM. Uh, we've also expanded support into North Texas via grants on organization like Empower. Uh, that's an organization that provides technical and professional skills uh, and training for the North Dallas area. Uh, we've also uh, supported adaptive training foundation, which provides physical training for veterans with uh, disability in the greater Dallas area and uh, I was very proud of my children because I got a chance to uh, actually help there this summer. Oh, nice! And uh, it was rewarding. My son son helped uh, work there in the gym and around the facility. And then my daughter got engaged, and uh, she's my creative one. She's not only an artist; I think she's going to be my engineer.
1: Awesome! Uh, she did a,
2: a wonderful painting for them uh, to help inspire some of the veterans in their recovery, and she just donated that uh, last week. Uh, was able to skip out of school and get up there and and be able to award that. So. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, supported something that I'm very proud that Plano does and that's the high school summer intern program uh, that the mayor has kicked off and and can only get in a view of around the globe of what's occurring that is the best-in-class kind of uh, uh, investment in the community we were proud to host five interns uh, this summer uh, I have to tell you, these five kids uh, are the, the best and the brightest of the community. Uh, we put them to work. We gave them really meaningful jobs. That's great. And uh, I believe uh, in the future, all five of those interns are going to come to work at Boeing. That's oh, <laughs> uh, We uh, love to hear they're that. They're talented. Uh, <laughs> I think four were rising seniors, so we're actively uh, supporting them and in getting into college. Uh, because they deserve it Uh, these kids are the cream of the crop in terms of talent and uh, you know they're highly diverse which is key to uh, us in creating a successful workforce Uh, diversity and inclusion is so important in creating a successful company today those those students represented the best of diversity Uh, and and then if you go on (laughs) Uh, we also supported earlier this month the Plano Chamber Women's Division yes. uh, luncheon, which is fabulous, uh, continuing to help women uh, advance in their careers, is key at Boeing. In fact, on the heels of that, uh, I'm just back from Anaheim, California, where we had our, our Boeing Global Women's uh, Forum conference, and uh, it was really inspiring to be able to uh, continue to help advanced careers uh inside of the boeing while also helping uh in the community so and earlier this year uh we were proud to donate uh, 10 million dollars to uh the george w bush institute of military service initiative uh i've already had a chance to participate down at the uh, uh the bush presidential library On a couple of his activities with veterans and uh, it's just really rewarding to see the impact that programs having on the community
1: that's great well and all of those efforts are so important it's obviously the right thing to do but we also know it's great in retaining talent um, people want to work for companies that are giving back, that are being involved in making a difference in our community. So we applaud your efforts. And um, we're going to take a, a quick break. We have some more additional questions and more conversation with Stan. But um, if you will, just pause for a moment and let's hear from our pr- presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse, Legacy, Texas.
0: I want a commercial banker who's focused on my satisfaction. Scratch that. I want a commercial banker who's focused on my success. At Legacy Texas, we're right there with you. You expect your banker to make sure you're happy. Helping your business succeed, that's what you really need from them. And whether you're a Fortune 500 company or a family-run enterprise, a Legacy Texas banker will help you successfully meet your business objectives. Legacy Texas. Change your mind about banks. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Stan Deal, President and Chief Executive Officer of Boeing Global Services, which is headquartered right here in Plano. Thanks again for coming on the podcast, Stan. We appreciate it.
1: So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your move to North Texas. So you all have been in North Texas for over a year now, and obviously the company did a lot of research when choosing this site for its global services headquarters, but uh, tell us a little bit about what has surprised you the most about North Texas since moving here, and what have you enjoyed most about being in the region?
2: Sure. Well, look, uh, first of all, uh, how did we get to Plano? Uh, you know, we did we did a lot of research and study around uh, the United States. We knew we wanted to be in the U.S. Uh, a, as a company, even though we're a very globally distributed company, and, and over the course of... Uh, Actually, ten years we've we've been doing a lot of work with state and local uh, folks, and Texas popped right to the top of the list. So sure. we kind of we kind of zoned in on Texas. Uh, got to Dallas, given the uh, the geography, Central Time Zone, uh, fabulous infrastructure with the North Texas uh, development. And uh, then when we saw Plano, what Plano was doing, uh, everything that was converging in Plano, and, and then this wonderful gem called Legacy West. Yes. Uh, it was a very natural decision to us. And, and then you just add on top of that, we have two very fantastic customers that uh, are also yeah. based here, <laughs> here Southwest and American, so we love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's great to have customers right in our backyard. Um, but uh, what's popped out for us uh, really fabulous business environment uh the chamber you've been very welcome to us uh you got us connected in the community uh that's been key to us uh the people make a difference in uh, this area the i gotta tell you uh it's the open arms we've been welcomed every step of the way uh created friends very quickly in the community which is uh fantastic and and we've relocated quite a few people, and everybody knows that as the common characteristic is the friendliness of the people, the willingness to come together to help and to get you up and running quick.
1: Right. Kudos to our citizens. That's yes, wonderful, absolutely. glad yeah. to hear it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I was a, a little ahead of you in moving to Texas, but that's one yeah. of the things that struck me was just the open, uh, you know, the, the real kind of warm-hearted nature of Texans in general, and especially here in North Texas. One of the other things that strikes me is there's an awful lot of talent around here and so um, you know just to kind of shift gears a little bit on talent um, you obviously in um, Boeing uh, look for uh, talented folks to hire and develop within your organization and that's probably a very large part of your success what kind of skills and attributes do you look for Uh, When you're hiring and and what kinds of things should our public schools and our higher ed? um, Institutions actually be doing to help us build a better workforce for the future.
2: Sure. Well look we've uh, We've got a significant focus on stem uh, science technology engineering and math Uh, And that that is driven by the where we're positioned as as an industry we're a leading-edge aerospace company We want to be the industrial champion in aerospace around the globe Uh, that means we're we're inventing and we are stretching the envelope every day around technology to advance aerospace around the globe Uh, stem is a foundational skill Uh, it's one of our highest hiring requirements so as I talked earlier in and around the community we we are active and engaged around promoting uh, stem education but that's not the only skill we sure. need. Uh, we're looking for innovative leaders uh, in all disciplines. Uh, not only STEM, but finance. Uh, supply chain has become uh, quite a popular uh, skill. Uh, we're proud of that. Uh, it needs to be a profession that has discipline and focus. We hire uh, we have one of the, we have the largest global logistics distribution network for aerospace parts in the globe and it's about to get bigger with the uh, Acquisition at KLX which we hope is just around the corner in terms of uh, seeking regulatory approval So those are the skills the attribute of the people is equally important. I'm glad you brought that up Uh, Like me we want the person that looks up in the sky and is amazed by innovation called airplanes and, uh, technical challenges like putting the man on the moon and yeah. there will be another person on the moon soon mm-hmm. and then perhaps Mars and it will be done by Boeing. Uh, so we want those wow. folks that have this passion that come to work and really believe in our mission of, uh, becoming the aerospace industrial champion. And, uh, you know, that's that's one dimension. The other dimension is, you know, the strong leadership skill. This is a business that relationships matter. Uh, we, we like to say this is the biggest small industry in the world, uh, and it's true. Uh, we have a global impact on uh, economies beyond aerospace because we're connecting people. Uh, we're protecting the world. We're inspiring the next generation. Uh, and... We want people that that can build strong relationships uh, around the globe and within their communities to help advance Boeing in that that, uh, journey.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to hear kind of some of the focus areas like the supply chain and um, logistics. Uh, the chamber has worked closely with Collin College mm. and also with Plano ISD. Right. And um, they just broke ground on a new facility that will be offering some of those types of programs at the high school level. And we do see that as a future for some of our students. Um, they can actually obtain certifications in high school and go on to do their associate's degree there in some of those specific areas. So that's kind of exciting.
2: And we have plenty of intern positions. Yeah, so there you, you go. To there help you go. them continue to advance their, uh, <laughs> their skills. Great.
1: experience. So we've talked a lot about Boeing and, and the organization and your role as CEO. Let's get to the fun stuff. I know, but yeah. we really want to know, let our audience get to know you a little bit better and your daily life. So talk a little bit about what you enjoy doing and your time outside of the office and what kind of keeps you balanced and refreshed because your job is extremely demanding.
2: So. It, it sure is a very demanding job uh, and I'm very fortunate. I have a wonderful wife, Delara, who uh, keeps that work-life balance very strong for me. She <laughs> okay. reminds me that uh, when I need to spend time uh, yep. focused on the family. But look, we'll, we'll, we enjoy uh, travel. That's something my wife and I both enjoy. The kids enjoy it. Uh, that's that's one thing, and that and that's a nice one because work. Has a lot of travel, and my sure. personal travel. Those tend to converge <laughs> kind of once up. in a yeah. while, and that's uh, <laughs> that's nice. And and we're in the travel business, right? Uh-huh. Right, right. So, uh, but we. I also enjoy cooking. That's one of my uh, one of my passions. Uh, I have uh, become uh, a more avid uh, shooter and hunter. You know, in terms of being in Texas now, back to a state that uh, you can you know, go to a shooting range right down the road. I enjoy it. My daughter enjoys it. That's fun. That's and great. my son enjoys it. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go do a dove hunt this weekend, uh, down, down in Hondo, Texas. That's going to be exciting. And we just enjoy, uh, getting together with neighbors and friends and, uh, going out and socializing. That's, uh, that's part of my my outside the work ethos
1: yeah so So, so i want to know real quick though because you get to travel a lot and i'm i'm that person that every time i get on get on a plane i look and look for that boeing logo um in the frame there as you walk through the entrance of a plane but where do you where's somewhere that you've gone that maybe is really just been very different unique that you've really enjoyed um that maybe some of our listeners haven't traveled to
2: India. India India? is, uh, extremely unique for me, uh, to go to, uh, first traveled to India in 1990. Uh, and, uh, it it is, uh, so different from the United States. The contrast of uh, people, the government, the, uh, you know, wealth and poverty mixed into one. And, and yet, an advancing advancing country uh, it's uh, it's really unique and I love Indian food uh, okay. the, it's, that's yeah. one of my <laughs> that cooking passions uh, so uh, believe it or not one of the things I cook is Indian food as a midwesterner from Illinois oh my goodness. Yeah, so. how do you find curry in middle <laughs> Illinois I mean. well you know now that I'm in Texas I have access <laughs> to more yep, spices so no it's uh, it's fun doing so
0: that so you mentioned India you first visited in 1990 here it is what 28 years later um, how has it changed in that period of time I mean I'm sure you've seen quite an advancement yeah
2: it has changed Uh, I remember going to Bangalore uh, in the early 1990 and let's see you used a feed scale to weigh your bags on and everybody uh, ran to the airplane with the engines on to get on the airplane Uh, now you roll the clock forward in 2018 Uh, Bangalore has one of the most advanced airports in the world. Uh, It is uh, world-class. The the throughput at that airport is just amazing. So, you know, over that 18-year span, that country has changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aviation has blossomed. Uh, It's a big country. It's got a lot of people. The uh, disposable income is growing. And now travel by... uh, by air has become more attainable for sure. many people versus the train infrastructure which India is renowned for so they are, they are progressing fast as a country and they've also become an ally with the US in terms of the defense posture so uh, you know in my when I first went to India it was all Russian jets on their defense products and today if you go to India it's predominantly US uh, products and it's predominantly Boeing. Yes, there you of, go. Course. <laughs> of course.
1: So, also, I hear you um, own your own pizza oven, and that's kind of yes, your I signature do. dish. So, talk to us a little bit about that. And then, also, we want to know your inside scoop on the best pizza in Plano. So. Oh, well,
2: <laughs> look, the best pizza is uh, in my house. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to brag there. Uh, yeah, I enjoy pizza. It's something that we got into when we lived in Washington. and and we've always had a pizza oven ever since. And uh, what it, what's interesting, again, is you integrate in the community. You find a lot of people love pizza ovens. Uh, yeah. I've got a house being built right behind me and uh, their pizza oven's about 10 times bigger oh, than no. mine. And everything's Uh-oh. bigger in Texas yep. is what I'm learning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, we we love when we do pizza to do individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of the fun of this is we put all the ingredients on the table and we let everybody make their own. Uh, one of our good friends we've developed down here, she is a master at dough making. And ah. so she's taught me a few things. Uh, Mo, Mo used to be a lawyer for American Airlines. She's retired and uh, she has taught us some world-class dough making. The dough is the secret to pizza, (laughs) and uh, we always (laughs) hand make all our doughs.
1: Very cool, that's That's very interesting.
2: Well,
0: thank you, Stan. We've really appreciated having you today, and uh, that's about all the time we have. Uh, It's been a pleasure, and uh, we love hearing about the many great things that Boeing is doing nationally internationally but we really uh, have a warm spot in our heart for the things that you've done here locally in the time that you've been here we appreciate your membership in the chamber and the support of the plano pulse podcast
1: we also want to give a special thanks to legacy texas for their partnership as the presenting sponsor of plano pulse speaking of sponsors contact us at the chamber to learn more about how your business can possibly be a sponsor of one of our future episodes. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Share with your friends and colleagues and be sure to stay tuned for our next episode.